Alright guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So in this episode, I'm going to touch on peri-workout considerations. And for those that don't know, peri-workout is simply the period around your training. Uh, so it would be classed as your pre-intra-workout, so what you're having during your session, and your post-workout, or what you're having after your session. And this is what I'd say the most important time to kind of be on the ball of your nutrition, the most important time to kind of make sure your boxes are ticked and your variables are nailed if you are wanting to improve your physique if you're wanting to build muscle if you're wanting to lose body fat as well because having more muscle will generally make it easier to lose body fat as a byproduct to have more muscle so it basically will allow you to perform the best you can if you can get these nailed allow better recovery and allow better partitioning of nutrients and what I mean by that is it's Obviously, what creates a deficit or a surplus, meaning what makes us lose weight or gain weight, is calories in, calories out. However, something to consider is like the timing of those calories. It's like, I do believe, let's say you had all your calories as far away from training as possible, or had your calories as close to training as you can. I believe the end product, if you do that throughout a whole gaining phase, is going to be far different. Or maybe not far, it will be different. Uh, there will definitely be differences in my opinion. Uh, so it will basically allow you to make the most of the food you're consuming, build muscle more effectively and just have a better body composition as a whole. So like I said, it's split up to three different categories. I'm going to touch on pre-workout first and some considerations around that. So when it comes to our pre-training meal, when we think about the role of it, it's simply to make sure that we are fueled for training. We are fueled to have a productive session and to perform well. So... In order to do so, we want to, first of all, be hydrated. That's kind of a given and that's something we should kind of always ensure we're doing. But you want to make sure your hydration's in a good spot. So in terms of hydration, that's made up of basically having appropriate amounts of water and having appropriate amount of electrolytes, which can be consumed through salt, uh, as salt contains things like sodium, uh, potassium, which are kind of like the main electrolytes we're wanting. So first of all, Make sure you are drinking enough so that you're not going into the session with your urine like the colour of coke. You want it relatively clear or clear. Uh, or sorry, you want it clear or close to it. And the reason being is that will be like a good marker to ensure we're reasonably hydrated. As for salt, I recommend if you've not really paid attention to it and if you're an active individual and you... This is obviously a different recommendation to someone who's sedentary and has high blood pressure, but for the most part, if you're an active individual, you're sweating a lot, having salt in your diet will only do you good, in my opinion. And this is something I see a lot of, kind of, people, kind of, people people think salt's bad for you, but I, I disagree. It's like we need sodium for muscular contractions. It can actually help in terms of manage your blood pressure more effectively. You can have low blood pressure if you have a lack of salt as well and what you'll find is if you have a appropriate amount of salt you'll probably get a better pump and you'll be able to utilize carbohydrates effectively you'll be able to have more energy throughout the day and throughout your training and what we why we want salt is because when we basically have fluids especially when you we increase our fluids when it's warm we basically wash out the salt in our body the sodium and potassium, we will excrete that through sweat, through urine as well. So we want to make sure we're replacing that accordingly. So now that hydration's out of the way, what we want to consider is when it comes to like having a meal, 
we want to consider how much carbs we're having, protein and some fat. And we want to understand the role of each to know how much of each we should have. So in terms of protein, that the role of protein is basically to spike muscle protein synthesis, to put us in a positive state to build muscle and to recover. And when it comes to fat, fat plays a part in our hormonal health. It also slows down the digestion of carbohydrates, which is our main consideration around the session. And carbohydrates are our main source of energy. And they're easy to... We want to make sure what we're having before our session is relatively easy to digest. So we don't want to be having something that sits in our stomach and feels like we take absolutely ages to digest. We want something that sits relatively well, doesn't bag you up too much and doesn't give you any digestive distress during your session. So make sure you're picking quality food choices for you that sit well. And when it comes to like your pre-workout meal, a consideration is like how long before the gym are you actually having it? What I mean is if you're having, let's say, your meal 10 minutes before stepping in the gym, that's going to look different than someone who eats two hours before stepping in the gym. So the maybe the guidelines that give those two individuals are going to be drastically different. For the most part, the closer you're having your meal to your session, the smaller it will be just so you're not going into the gym with food that's not being digested and just sits in your gut. reason we don't want that is when we aren't kind of utilising the food and or if we aren't digesting the food, if you're going to the session and we've got a lot of food in our stomach undigested, then that will basically pull blood to the gut because we need to pull blood to the gut to carry out digestive processes. So if we're pulling blood to the gut, where is the blood not? The blood's not in our muscles. And what's that going to affect? Our potential impact, or it's going to have a potential impact on our ability to perform, progress our lifts and get things like a pump, which can help in terms of recovery potentially. And... In terms of like roughly, what I'd say is how much of each to have is you want like a, at least 25 grams of protein. As for carbohydrates, again, it depends how far away you're training. If, let's say, you're training like an hour or an hour and a half after your meal, you are starting your training, then having around, around like <clears throat> 70 to 90 grams of carbs could be a good spot for, like I said, energy purposes with 10 to 15 grams of fat just to slow those digestion of the carbohydrates we're consuming. Again, that's just rough, like a, a rough guide. See, if you're stepping foot in the gym in 10 minutes, then a banana and a protein shake could be a better option for yourself. Or if you're training three hours before, or if let's say you're training fasted, then what you want to do is have a big meal the night before. So we want to consider, the main thing is, how close to training we're having that meal. But this is primarily where we want to have the most carbs when we're dieting and in a surplus so that we can retain our performance when we're dieting, maybe still progress as well, which we definitely can. And also when we're in a surplus, it just means we're going to have the majority of our food. We're going to utilize it, which kind of makes sense on paper. It's like, it doesn't make sense having food where we're not going to benefit from it. Like let's say you had it the opposite. You had it as far away from your training as possible. Then you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. You're not, giving yourself the carbohydrates where you need them, uh, where you're going to use them for performance, if that makes sense. And the reason we want carbohydrates in our system is because when blood sugar levels are lower, basically from having not a lot of carbs in us at that time, if we're burning through them or just not ate, then our performance can drop, which we obviously don't want. And also, like I said, salt your meal, make sure you're hydrated going into it. And 
what matters as well is like what point in a gaining phase or diet you're at and what i mean by that is see if you are deep in a gaining phase like i've been gaining for nine months now if i have like a really small meal pre-workout it's probably not going to affect me as much as if i was let's say dieting and didn't have a lot of carbs at all when i just didn't have that meal for example or had uh maybe less than i probably should have if that makes sense so that's also what matters because at the end of the day like if i'm eating four 4.5 thousand calories so i'll probably have calories from uh, other meals i'm not just gonna digest through them rapid because that's not how it works food takes a long time to digest so that is something else to consider next up i'm going to talk about intra workout so intra workout is basically consuming nutrients uh, or micronutrients during your session in order to perform well and to help you recover so what i have during my session and i recommend having as well if you are ticking all your boxes meaning if you are training consistently training hard nailing your nutrition elsewhere nailing your hydration elsewhere then this is something to consider again don't consider this if you've not ticked the other boxes as you're just kind of wasting your money if that makes sense what's going to matter most is again hitting your calorie goal hitting your protein goal sleeping well and doing all those basics but once they're covered this can be something super valuable so what I have in workout is basically carbohydrates, electrolytes, and also essential amino acids. And I'll get into what the benefit of each is. So first of all, I have carbohydrates in workout through highly branched cyclic dextrin. And highly branched cyclic dextrin is just a carbohydrate powder with a high osmolarity rate. And what that basically means is if it's got a high osmolarity rate, it basically means you're sub- you can break it down fast, you digest it fast. It doesn't require much water to be pulled into the gut. It doesn't require much digestion to be carried out, which uh, means we won't pull our blood into our stomach, which is going to be counterproductive to performing, and you'll feel bloated. You might get some digestive distress. So highly branched cyclic dextrose is a really good carbohydrate powder that digests well, whereas some others like dextrose, uh, maltodextrin, things like that, don't as such. To an extent and the benefit of having carbs is that it basically prevents muscle protein breakdown uh, and the reason being is i won't dive into the science behind it too much but carbohydrates spike insulin and when we are producing insulin we're in an anti-catabolic state we're in a good state to kind of not break down muscle so that kind of gives us a steady release of carbohydrates one because we're sipping on it during a session Two, because highly branched cyclic dextrin, that specific carbohydrate powder, gets released nice and gradual. It's got like a slow release rate, although it digests super well and easy and doesn't pull blood into the stomach. And yeah, that puts us into like an anti-catabolic state so that we don't have as much soreness after the session. Because muscle, like when we are, when we have muscle damage, that's from muscle protein breakdown. So if we can prevent that, means we can potentially speed up that recovery process. So we're not spending as much time recovering. Uh, from muscle damage and more time growing muscle after our training uh, and we can maybe train more frequently we can maybe train harder and recover from more and also you have essential amino acids which is something else i consume and that just basically gives you an additional muscle protein synthesis spike so when we're eating protein that spikes muscle protein synthesis put us in a good position to build muscle recover and pretty much whenever you do this Granted, your meals are spaced out adequately, you spike muscle protein synthesis again, which allows you to, again, just give you another 
another opportunity to have protein which can promote muscle growth and put you in a good position to start building muscle tissue if that makes sense and you don't want to eat actual food during your training the reason why we don't want to eat food during our training we don't want to snack on things like haribos or whatever or eat a banana or whap out some chicken and rice mid-session is because it pulls blood into the stomach which won't really be digested in our session because when we're training we're in a fight or flight state we're in a state where we're not digesting food well because we're training hard your body your body's not prioritizing digesting some chicken and rice because you're focusing on training hard your your body's in fight or flight mode uh, so in that case you don't want to be eating during your session and that's why everything i'm stating like essential amino acids carbohydrates they're already like digested that's why i'm not telling you to have a chicken breast during your session and eas are basically the building blocks of protein so it means it's already kind of like broken down and digested and it's really easy to absorb and utilize and of course next up is electrolytes so you can have a electrolyte powder or salt both are valuable and like i touched on earlier can help you get pump can help in terms of utilizing carbohydrates more effectively and it's good to generally have like electrolytes or salt if you're consuming a lot of water which i do during my session and if you are having something flavored during your session putting salt in it doesn't taste too horrible which is good and in terms of post-workout so what you eat after your session if your pre and intra workout is nailed this is a wee bit less of a priority what i mean by that is if you've had a great pre-workout meal you've had intra workout carbohydrates maybe essential amino acids with some salt or a hydration formula you don't need to sprint to your car and eat as soon as possible the reason being is you've you've kind of you've you're ahead of the ball you've already had your intro workout which kind of kind of delays the need for having something right after your session however it's still a very good time to like get a lot of carbohydrates in as well as protein especially if you have had a long session so basically the reason why we want to have carbohydrates after a session is it basically replenishes our glycogen stores puts you in an anti-catabolic state like i said and also we can utilize and uptake them very well basically use them more effectively than we can in other points of the day and the reason being is glute 4 which is basically a carrier protein so basically this thing in your body is upregulated and it gets sent to a muscle so long story short without complicating things after training we've got a, we're in a really good position to soak up all the carbs use all the carbs store them as glycogen uh, meaning store them in our muscles and not put them on his body fat or not gain body fat so it makes sense having a lot there which maybe over the long term will mean we might have a better body composition in terms of holding more muscle holding less body fat so it's a really good time to do so because that's where we're ultimately using carbohydrates the most that's where we're, we've got the demand for carbohydrates so it makes sense to have them around the training window and in terms of having protein so again it's generally good to have protein serving space out and this will basically spike muscle protein synthesis so start the muscle kind of like repair process when we have muscle damage when we're let's say sore we've got doms which is delayed onset muscle soreness we have protein that helps you kind of recover from that delayed onset muscle soreness and we don't ideally want fat in this meal in my opinion maybe slight amounts but in my opinion it kind of makes sense to not have a lot so you can quickly replenish your glycogen stores 
and uh, quickly uptake those nutrients that you're consuming. That is, yes, the folk joke about the anabolic window, which is basically like you need to eat immediately after your session. You need to get a protein intake, protein shake down your rapid and you don't need to right away but still it is from the reasons discussed quite a good time to have some food usually people's appetites nice and high after a session as well and it's easy to let's say fit another meal and if you eat quite soon after your session instead of maybe waiting an hour and a bit you're kind of missing an opportunity to eat and in terms of like how much carbs to eat so and something close to what i said pre-workout so it could be 70 it could be anything up to 110 grams of carbs basically how how much can you eat without any digestive discomfort distress while adhering to your diet as a whole that's kind of what matters most when it comes to it and something that i typically consume post-workout which could be like cream or rice and whey protein or it could be cereal and whey or it could just be chicken and rice or it could be bagels jam and a protein shake just something with a lot of carbohydrates in it and not a ton of fat and like i said these guidelines aren't set in stone so if let's say you are pre-workout training quite close to your session then you don't need as much fat if let's say you're training super far away from your last meal from the meal you've consumed prior you want more fat and you you want a bit of a bigger meal as a whole and also like things like fiber will influence it as well fiber slows the digestion of carbohydrates so if you've got like a high fiber salt uh, source pre-workout then that's also going to influence things so that's something to consider but hope you've enjoyed the episode if you have any questions feel free to just drop me a message on instagram uh, and i'll happily answer them in regarding anything pre intra and post workout or in other words anything in that peri workout window and if you did enjoy the episode feel free to tag me share it on your story if you did also like subscribe leave a comment rating or review that sort of thing so yeah greatly appreciate everyone listening hope you enjoyed the episode